Monday edition of Second Floor Sports. Um, right and early. Uh, yeah. Someone was working like out on Hudson Street this morning, eight in the morning, Ugh. power tools, trucks backing up. Really, you know, just great, great start to my day. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> you left the house today? I, I, at least by me, like it's pouring. I haven't left the house all day. Uh, it, it was like kind of gray this morning. I had my breakfast like out on the porch, but otherwise, no. I woke up and it was just pissing rain. Love it. Love it. Um, Let me look. I, I, actually, I actually can't really even see like outside from my room because where it is in the house. I also have like the tapestry over the window. But hmm. it's like I just look like directly into like a b- unfinished porch and then like the backyard. I was like, don't get any light. So I was like, yeah, I can put a tapestry up. It's fine. I don't get any light. I'm a hermit crab. I am. Um, Monday, our Monday shows, recording at 4 p.m., usually all football. Um, that is not, not the today. Case. Uh, in case <laughs> you're unaware, um, the NBA Finals finished yesterday. Ben, we're both geniuses because we were the only people ever. Yeah, to- you know, people really weren't picking uh, the Lakers to win the title this year. Especially like, not in you know, six. Le- LeBron's not – LeBron doesn't have any more of this. Like, this, Ant- this Antonio guy is like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> Antonio guy. I don't know where that came from. Talk about. Um, Literally, such a. <laughs> I'll start it off. What a disappointing ahead. game six. Like, what a fucking letdown yeah. of a game to end like a sick finals on. Yeah, like, I, I mean, I feel like one... it's the story of the series. I, there... Is it though? It, it was still a good series, but any, it left any a lot series that goes six, I feel like you can't call like underwhelming or like disappointing. It was underwhelming considering what it could have been. Okay, yeah. In that context, given what it could have been, but then like even with Bam and Goron out, like Jimmy Butler literally turned in one of the best finals performances we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Became the first guy, I and mean, we'll get into all the numbers, but like became the first guy to lead his team in a finals series in like points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals, field goal percentage, like all that mm-hmm. since LeBron's 2016 loss to the Warriors. Yeah. Or the 2015-2016 loss to the Warriors. <laughs> nice. Love it, Nolan. Love it. But I mean, like, I just remember there was one sequence, like, towards the end of the second quarter, like, three minutes left. Like, it was from, like, five minutes down to about three minutes. And I, was, I remember watching, and it was like, Lakers would score, get a stop. Score, get a stop. Block. It's just like, and you're just watching, you're like, all right, this game's over. You know, like, obviously, I, the Lakers came out hot in the first quarter. But I was like, okay, you know, it's game six of the finals. Like, he aren't just going to roll over here. They've made it this far. Goran Dragos was playing even. And then just, like, halfway through the second quarter, if you're watching, you're just like, yeah, no, this is – this is a wrap. I mean, I mean, he might as well not have been playing. Like, it, it didn't add anything. He's obviously not himself. Uh, Bam, not probably, himself. Bam was like 70% of himself. Yeah, Bam actually looked a lot better than I expected yeah. him to look, yeah. honestly. But still, like, he wasn't 100%. No, obviously like, not, like, the full Bam out of Iowa that we saw in the first three rounds. Yeah. Um, yeah, from, like, the – I think in the second quarter, like, midway through, the Lakers had, like, an eight-point lead, and I don't think they – lost the lead after that. Like, it was over. I didn't expect to be watching baseball by, like, 9, 9.15 yesterday. But – and I, I still watched the whole game. But, yeah, I mean – I, I, I actually – I had the baseball on, like, I was keeping track on my phone. I was watching the whole finals game. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like, come on. Like, either – I'm going to watch basketball until – Complete wash and the Lakers, you know, win the game, obviously, which is what happened. Or the Heat make some insane comeback, and I was would have yeah. shot myself if I didn't see it. Like it, it didn't feel like they were ever going to. I mean, that game felt over. Uh, I think Jimmy and like we we've been giving a lot of credit to him and for uh, for Jimbo Butler. Uh, Jimmy Beans. But, 
I, I he had nothing left in the tank yesterday. He had oh, like absolutely. four points through like two quarters, I think. Like it's there's nothing. Well, there. also I, I don't think it's any. I don't think it's a, a coincidence that last night was the best the Lakers defense had looked all series long. Mm. And they looked good. I mean, they had like oh, eighty-one they, they, points. Not, not saying they looked bad, but I'm saying yeah. like you know during the regular you know if you can flash back to like a year ago this time when we were watching you know the Lakers played the uh, regular season, mm-hmm. which is just so funny too. The fact that literally a whole calendar year has elapsed. Yeah. It's like, I guess maybe not this time at the beginning of the season, but like, you know, middle of the NBA season, you looked at the Lakers defense and they had some games where they looked like they did last night where it was just like, oh my God, like you are not touching these guys at all. Yeah. It's like, it's so, it's, you, I, I told you I couldn't speak today. There's, there's so few Not times, a good sign if we're doing a podcast. There's so few times where it's like, you really see an NBA defense be like, so like dominant and like suffocating. Mm-hmm. And the Warriors last night, or the war, the Warriors, the Warriors. I was gonna mention like the Warriors death lineup. They had stretches where they would be like that level of like dominant defensive, like just like humiliate and embarrass the other team. Like the Lakers' defense last night was just the best defense I'd seen them play all postseason. Honestly, if you could isolate like one game to really pick apart and say like this was their best defensive, and yeah, I'm you know eye test. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but just in terms mm-hmm. of like their ability to just shut down everything. I mean, yeah. how many? How many shots do you think the Heat put up last night? Again, I just eye test. I don't have the numbers in front of me. How many shot, t- shot attempts do you think the Heat had with like under five seconds on the shot clock? A lot. It seemed like every other possession they were trying. Yeah. They had to put something up with four seconds on the shot clock, three seconds. Well, they like, they put they put Caruso in the starting lineup yesterday and took him long enough. Yeah, that's funny, funny, but like, really, it took you that long to get Dwight Howard? Yeah, out of the yeah. Line? I mean, we we went over this our, our last episode. Like, AD and Dwight just were not playing well against this and we, Miami. You and I have disagreed a lot about Dwight Howard's role with the Lakers. Kind of like the second round. Yeah. Well, I, look, it, it's really just like Dwight Howard is not a good enough player to justify him always being in the starting lineup. But stylistically, against some teams, it does work. And look, I mean, I wasn't the. It's not like I was the only one. No, that obviously, was, yeah, yeah. I, Dwight, starting Dwight Howard to start the series was not a bad idea to take Bam away. And it did work a little bit, but the Heat are too good of a team and Spolster's too good of a coach. Eventually, yeah. going a little smaller with Caruso as the answer. He was fantastic yesterday. Um, Rajon Rondo was fantastic I, what yesterday. What else did you like, expect from the best player on the Los Angeles Lakers? In, in a title-clinching game, Caruso's going to show I, up, obviously. And I, You know, I, we can talk a little bit about the game, but really – what we're here to talk about is what this means for everyone. I'd on like the to Lakers. talk more than a little bit about the game. I mean, well, I mean, yesterday was a wash. Like yeah, it, no, literally it was, like by I'm giving, I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. Okay. Like, absolute. I, just such a letdown of like a, a final game. Yeah. Like what really has been like an incredibly exciting series. Once the heat yeah. won game five, like you couldn't help but look at it and be like, well shit. Like they just need one. You just yeah, need like, one to get to a game seven. Like Bam, Bam's back. Like Goron might be back soon. Like, damn, like they, they could, it can make some make some noise here, but it, at the end of the day, it came down to like LeBron needs to take a little bit of a rest on or off the court, like turn the keys of the car over to AD, and there's no real drop off. You do that with Jimmy Butler on someone else, and it's like Bam Bam needs to improve his scoring. Bam's also like, like twenty three. The way we're talking about Bam right now yeah. is just volume. So the type of growth he's had over the last well, season. Like, hey, let's not forget, like Miami wasn't supposed to be here this year. At the like, beginning of the season, what would you have mentioned Bam out of bio to me on like a thirty most important players list? No, I don't think I would have brought him up. Ceiling wise, he might have been on there. But might the, have been. You know, the, the type of the type of article you see, like you know, first week of the season, like the thirty most important NBA players yeah. of the season. I don't think you would have found Bam out of bio no. anywhere on that list. No. Um, you know, I, 
it, it was a disappointing game, but like it's still very enjoyable series, very, very enjoyable season, the bubble. I mean, Adam Silver, like you got to tip your cap, like no positive Seriously. COVID cases. Like it's crazy. Like, well, we were just talking about this before we started recording the NBA and Adam Silver gave every bubble worker a thousand dollar bonus. Uh-huh. They gave them the next four Fridays off and then gave them the entire week of Thanksgiving. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also because, you know, like they're not going <laughs> to, we well, might not have basketball till like March. Like, but it, well, it's, it's just the exact right move. I mean, we talked about from the yeah. beginning of the bubble, like it looked like the NBA was the, was kind of providing the blueprint for how other leagues were going to handle the whole situation. I can't believe there wasn't a single COVID positive. That's absurd. Yeah. That's crazy. And not only – it was best of both worlds because not only was there no, like, positive cases, but also, like, we got funny stories, right? Like, Rashawn Holmes going to get, like – Rashawn Holmes going to get food. Like, Daniel House, like, might have had a nurse or someone, like, going back to his room. Like – That was, like, the biggest controversy, I think. That was probably, like, the most, like, serious issue that they saw. Because we never really, I, unless I just missed it, we never really got to the bottom of that, did we? NBA Twitter. No, they, they, they cleared him. They, 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 they cleared him of all charges because they said it wasn't him. They just thought it was him. It was hmm. someone, but I don't think anyone really got in trouble. I don't know, the, the conspiracy theory in yeah. me says. Yeah, they wanted the Rockets out because they needed the rights in China to stream the game. I wasn't going to go there. Wow. Well, that, that was the big conspiracy is that they were like, okay, right now we're thinking like, like it's 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 Houston Lakers and like Put they the can't tinfoil win. hat on right now. Yeah, they go. can't. Well, th- that was the conspiracy. It was look, it's Houston and L.A. They can't watch L.A. play right now in China, and the biggest player easily in the in the league is still LeBron. Um, yeah. So you know, if if the Rockets continue in the playoffs, they're not going to stream those games. So like, we got to get them out of here. That was the conspiracy theory, which I no, but I, sure, it was interesting. <laughs> Um, it's really funny. I'm just remembering like probably a, right around a year ago today, I probably was sitting in my like contemporary issues and pro sport class talking about like the whole NBA China debacle. Probably I did like a presentation on it that week. That was my, this like, year. That was the season. That was, I mean, like, like a, I'm thinking like probably about a year ago this time, like early mid October. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cause they were LA. The, the Lakers were playing out in China against the nets and they had to like cancel that was that like game. end of september wasn't it oh yeah. i gotta look this up now this is too funny okay uh, <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's issue. been a long season man i mean Dion waiters eating the gummy like that was this season okay i see it there's an article from october 23rd kind of highlighting everything so probably not quite a year from today but like but essentially a, a year yeah exactly october uh-huh. of 2019 <laughs> here we are october of 2020 talking about how the lakers just won the nba title yesterday <laughs> uh, uh, before we that'll obviously break, the that'll, that'll break the internal clock yeah obviously before we get to you know the two most important players and what that means for the legacy and ad and lebron just real quick i wanted to touch on and see what you thought about some of the like role players on the lakers right because like rondo has now won two titles with the celtics and the lakers which second is player crazy. to ever do that which is kind of cool pretty crazy first um, since it was like the you know, like the 50s like the Minnesota. Lakers. Yeah, the, yeah Minnesota the Minnesota Lakers. Um, I think it's just like, there's just a lot of like really interesting pieces. Cause like, obviously no one's paying attention to like the player that JaVale McGee is. And he hasn't, it's not like he is like really, I'll say this with like earned with quotation marks. Obviously he's earned it, uh-huh. but he has three titles. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. Again, right. Like he's obviously I mean, James Jones that. also went to six straight NBA finals. I mean, at least JaVale McGee's played a little more. JaVale McGee started like 60 games in the regular season. Yeah, that's true. But again, but it, it, he's not the reason they won. Is what I'm saying. Talking about, I, yeah. 
Um, Piggybacking is a yeah. word that comes to mind. Fair. Um, JaVale has three titles. It was awesome. I mean, Dwight Howard was going to make the, the Hall of Fame anyway, but it's awesome to see him what? win a title. You said that with a lot of confidence. He's 100% going to make the Hall of Fame. He's like a three-time. I think he's the first time, first ballot Hall I of Famer. I didn't say he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he's you a You said the Hall of Famer with a lot of confidence for a guy but he's, kind of. He is 100% a Hall of Famer, but he, I, I don't think he'll be a first ballot. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's like a dead sure set fire. lock to make the Hall of Fame. I, I, I'd be willing to I think I think he's got a really interesting case for a guy who was like the best center in the league for the first like for a good like four or five year stretch and then like disappeared for another five years. He's a three-time defensive player of the year. Um, he's an eight-time. Look, I, Hall- I don't want to have a Dwight Howard Hall okay. of Fame debate today. We, all, that's for another show. For another okay, show. yeah, fair. All I'm gonna say, I'm not having a debate. But if you take his name out of it, all you think of five-time rebound champion. He's an NBA champion. He five says times, we're not gonna have a debate, and five then starts times. to just rattle off his points. Okay, no, I'm, okay. not, I'm not gonna respond because I don't want to okay. have this debate right now. But okay. go, go for it. Go for it. Five. Okay, so five-time rebound champion, NBA champion. Five-time All-Defensive, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, eight-time All-NBA, two-time Blog Champion, and eight-time All-Star. Just, you know, you have JaVale. Okay, I'm done with Dwight Howard. You have JaVale, you have Dwight Howard, Rondo. Like, really interesting people that you wouldn't, not, you wouldn't have thought were going to win a championship well, with I the think Lakers. And then also Deion Waiters, right? Like, Deion. Like, oh and Jared Dudley. By- and Jared Dudley. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, LeBron, so mad, like – LeBron absolutely could have brought Melo to the Lakers and got Melo a ring, but he decided to go with Jared Dudley. I'm sorry you're mad about that. I don't know what to Look, man, you. I just need – anywhere where I can just squeeze in a little bit of Melo love, I will. The problem with Melo is that Jared Dudley's not good. You didn't have to play Jared Dudley. You would have had to play Melo, and, like, that might have been a problem saw, for you. We saw what Melo did in Portland. Like, Melo was not a bad piece. I think he was playing yeah, then more he got than exposed. He he would have been playing more than he should. He was playing more than he should have in Portland. But I think you put him on that Lakers team where he is like 17 minutes a night just trying to get offense when LeBron and AD are off the floor. I think you could fit him into a role like that. Maybe he goes there next season. I don't know. That's yeah, not maybe. what we're here to I talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just and the, the Lakers role players, it's, it's just another instance of LeBron being able to elevate the guys around him. Yeah. Like, do I think any of the Lakers role players are anything special? No. Outside, like uh-huh. Caruso, I think, has, a, has potential to be like, a sixth man type of like you know valuable yeah. contributor on a good you know basically the role he was yeah with the Lakers but I think he could do that you know not playing with LeBron and AD I think you put him in a, in a similar situation where he's like one of your go-to bench pieces I think he thrives in that type of role well Caruso's an interesting piece he's really young still he's still less not, he, not that you would know from looking at him yeah right well he's like he's like 26 like 27 yeah, he's, not he's, like a, he's not a kid but he's yeah like, he's not old but he's not young. Um, you know, Caruso's not an interesting old, he's piece. He's not young. What is he, Matias? If he's not old, and not right, young. a, a twenty like seven year old in his like second season, like that's not young. So he's not old. He's not young. He's, you know, he's, you know what his ceiling is. Like is he the youngest Noah. man alive. See what the youngest, the man? youngest man alive. Not to my knowledge. I don't know. Just stuck on, what does that mean? He's not young. He's not. So what does that make him? He's literally right in the middle. He's like twenty. He's twenty seven years old. Twenty six. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not. That's not young. Like he's not 22, 23, but he's not old. He's not so he's middle aged. He's middle aged. He's NBA middle aged. He's NBA middle aged while also looking like a fifty five year old man. He literally looks like my math teacher from the tenth grade, Mister Finn. Okay. Yeah, it's it's weird. Um, you know. Uh, also, shout out Quinn Cook. I know you put this on here. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. He got left at the gym. That's hilarious. Wow. 
Literally, I like put a whole set there. I can't believe you stole my thunder there. First of all, I, had I said whole... you you put it on there. You put it on. No, there. I had like a whole thing. I don't. I had a whole oh, thing. I was so why not? Oh, yeah, you want to you want to rewind? You can. Well, bring no, it I was gonna do that at the end of the segment. Whatever, it's fine. Quinn Cook got left in the chip. <laughs> it's like, so funny. How? It's so oh funny. Oh my god! Is Quinn Cook a three-time champion? Yeah. 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 He went with the Warriors twice. Him and Javale. Did him and Javale literally wait? Yeah. Yeah, they've just. Yeah, they've been. Probably, Shout they out Danny Green too. Homies. Danny Green, the only player ever to win uh, three championships with three different play- with three different teams. Only guy I can think of, right? Only one that comes to mind. <laughs> yep, can't think of anyone else uh, here. No, but I mean, like, he did it, join it, a short, a very short list of players to win back-to-back titles with two different teams, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Look, I mean, like, I Danny Green doesn't play for my team anymore. I love him. Like, he's one of my favorite. Like, just not you might like be on the very short list of people that love Danny Green right now. Yeah, because he doesn't play for my team. That's why I love him. Like, you know, like he's fallen off a cliff, but. With the death threats that he got after last game, oh, like, I'm, I'm glad. Come on. What? People suck. <laughs> People no, I know. I know. But, like, it, it was nice to see him win. And, like, the Kobe, the Kobe narrative was getting really weird. Um, but I am happy. No, because it was, in like – In what sense? In what sense? It was, like, Rob Polinka saying, like, I, I would hear Kobe speak to me in the middle of the night telling me to stay on course. Like, what? That that is, also, yeah. Rob Polinka is also the guy that lied about Kobe, like, asking for a meeting with Heath Ledger. Remember that story? vaguely yeah yeah he like so if you if you're listening you don't know he uh rob palinka said that kobe asked for a meeting with heath ledger after he saw the dark knight because he wanted to like take notes on him being locked in because heath leather heath ledger was you know like legendary in the way that he just locked into the role i mean yeah also worth noting that heath ledger died like six months before the movie was released so obviously rob palinka was lying um that's what I'm saying. Like the Kobe well, thing was lie, getting weird. Like not that either, neither one is good. Either lying or like just blatantly unaware of like what was happening. Yeah, uh, dickhead, <laughs> fucking Rob Lowe. Um, no, but like yeah, give credit. You know, he did a great job of getting the the roster together. Um, but it was just like the the Kobe thing was getting weird. But like getting weird, but, but also entirely valid. Yeah. Like oh, absolutely, it was a, it was hard. Like I was watching them like celebrate on the court. And, like, yeah. It's hard not to be emotional. Like you, yeah. you see the emotion in like LeBron's face in particular. Like uh-huh. I got like literally a p- close personal friend. Like yeah, I mean like yeah, I mean Rob Palinka and Kobe were super tight. They were like best friends. Um, what about Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, yeah, then too. I it like it was so weird because it's like I I'm a Spurs fan. I I can't like the Lakers, but like it was so powerful that I was like. Like, when the playoffs started and I knew the Spurs weren't in it, I was like, I kind of, like, I'm okay with the Lakers winning it for Kobe. Like, I'm okay with that, yeah. you know? Like, it was just, like, it, there were a lot of awesome little, like, storylines going into this one. Um, most importantly, like, you know, like, it, it validates Frank Vogel before we get to AD and LeBron, the big yeah. conversation, obviously. Like, when people – when they hired Frank Vogel, I mean, me included, I was like, okay, they're hiring a puppet coach. Like, Frank which Vogel's a weird – Which is the book when you have yeah. LeBron. Hire some guy that LeBron uh-huh. likes and can kind of talk Especially, over and, like, be the alpha over. I mean, you remember what the talk was when they hired Jason Kidd, too? Like, they were like, okay, they're going to start one and three. They were clowning them. Yeah. They're like, all right, they're going to start one and three, and Jason Kidd's going to be the coach, right? But, like, no, Frank Vogel got that defense together. This was one of the best defenses in the league all season long, and then in the playoffs, they were absolutely suffocating. Yeah. No, guy, yeah, like, the Lakers coaching staff, like, fair or not, LeBron has gotten a reputation as, like, as somewhat of a coach killer. Or if not, uh-huh. if not like, explicitly a coach killer, like, someone who is, like, he's 
the book on Braun was like, he is the, the best player on the team. He's also the coach and the general manager. Like he mm-hmm. runs the team. And I think his second stint in Cleveland, that could be very fair. I think yeah. for more of his Miami, Miami years than he probably would like to admit, that was also kind of the case. He even supposed to not have a great relationship with Miami. And it, it's interesting because if you look at it just real quick like that, that's the case. But then think about it scenario by scenario, right? Like the first time in Cleveland, they did an awful job of getting a, a roster around him and you didn't really hear well, that yeah. knock too much, right? Yeah. Then he goes to Miami. He has beef with Spo at first. But then they, they come to like each other. And like, I, I think don't know. They came, I think they came yeah. to respect each other and have a better yeah. relationship than they did the first two yeah. seasons. Then he goes back to Cleveland and they have David Blatt, who was not a very good coach there. And, you know, LeBron wanted a coach there. And like it or not, Ty Lue helped them win. You know, you, I know you don't like Ty Lue, but like you have a head coach that wins a championship. Like there's so much that goes into that. You know, he finds well, a coach that, that he's happy for with. LeBron too is like, you could probably count on one hand the number of people alive on the planet right now that know the game of basketball better than LeBron James. Yeah, and that's got to be such a hard job like to coach him. Pop, like Coach K. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't have that I could get, but, yeah, like, yeah. there's a very, very yeah, – It's not, it's not a long list. basketball better than LeBron James. So it's me, like, I, know, I know basketball more than LeBron James. I, I probably, like, just – it's probably, like, you, LeBron, me, if I had to guess. You put me above you? Like, Thanks, just a touch, yeah. Just a yeah. touch. Let's go. <laughs> Point being, it's got to be, especially when LeBron was younger, and he said this before, that he was kind of immature in his first mm-hmm, couple yeah. seasons with the Heat. It's probably really difficult for a guy like that, to, who, knowing he's, you know, like the terminator of the NBA. Like, it's got to be tough if you disagree with your head coach and you're looking at the situation, you're just like, well, I know the game better than you. Like, how could you possibly say it? It's like, it's, got, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a maturity thing to a degree. No, yeah, absolutely. It's not an issue anymore. We're you know, but, talking about 10 years ago at this point. Yeah, I mean, all, all I was saying on the coach's killing thing is like, it was – true sometimes and then in other times you know he just you're a superstar player like lebron james you're you know a 1a 1b best player of all time like you can choose who your coach is at that point and like you know he gets a lot of flack for kind of his gm role in cleveland which is fair because they fucked him up but and he did to be i I like make your point he got he got money for his friends and people that he thought were going to be a good fit right but also they won a championship, and I don't think if you're a Cavs fan, you trade that for anything. No, you don't trade it as a Cavs fan. Absolutely yeah. not. I think it, it, parts of it come off as kind of like, like almost like insider trading almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the, like the whole like Jordan Clarkson trade, like that, that was really sketchy to me. That, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be insider trading type thing. I mean, what did he say about AD like a couple weeks ago? He was like, he was like that's why I brought AD in, and everyone's like, what like okay was everyone like that like we we know i know it's just like it was just weird hearing him say like that's why i brought ad in i mean that's kind of a bad look for the league man like it's kind of a bad look for the league but it's like unspoken like like it doesn't happen no i know we don't know it doesn't happen like we don't like we don't know it happens everyone doesn't know what happens that's Anyway, we're talking about LeBron's legacy. Like, I don't want to put him down on a day where he just won his fourth, like the day after he won his fourth championship. Before we get into this, just a a moment for Jimmy Butler. Yeah, no, fair. Wow. Literally, he could not have done anything more short of – unless he literally put up seven of his game four performances. They weren't going to win. They weren't going to win. Yeah. It's that simple. I just – it just, like – Jimmy Butler was right to everyone who like doubted Jimmy Butler. He was right. Actually, he could be the number one guy on a title contending yeah. team. And if you work, if you can work with his leadership style and kind of, 
I don't want to say fall in line behind him. Like he's like the alpha dog. Like you have to follow exactly what I do, but like, but he is, he's but he alpha. is the alpha dog. Like he, it's the heat were Jimmy Butler's team. I, I'd say I don't want to say fall in line behind. Cause that makes it seem like he's like, you know, drill sergeant. Like he kind of is probably like, I, I, I don't know. I clearly he's got the respect of that team. Yeah. He, like, he's he's perfect for like heat like like heat mentality and heat nation well, i feel like there's so much made about like how like young players in today's nba come in like entitled like mm-hmm. i feel like if that, maybe this is just like the specific group that the heat have and like duncan robinson tyler hero like those guys clearly they weren't put off by jimmy's you know i assume mm-hmm. probably like hard charging kind of like in your face leadership style oh it just makes like just makes cat look so bad man yeah because like, <laughs> it's just like Makes the, it makes the whole Minnesota situation just look like yeah on on Jimmy too like on all fronts like yeah you, know, you say like yeah that's Jimmy Butler's leadership style but a true leader yeah. you'd think would like be able to kind of like realize when that situation when that when that your style of leadership like didn't fit with that situation if you know what I'm yeah. saying um I off off topic I just saw uh, in the chat okay. on our on our sure. Instagram no on our Instagram live I, I just saw the chat ah. Mello played great what you talking about look Mello Mello kept his you know, made a case for his, his, him to remain in the league. Oh, yeah. Mellow, Mellow proved beyond a doubt that he still belongs yes. in the NBA. But, but he got exposed in the playoffs really bad. I mean, his plus minus in his five games that they were there, minus two, minus 26, minus two, minus 27, minus Did 10. Did you really look up Mellow's plus minus just to make this point? I just looked up his stats just because I was like, okay, I need to, you know, have the stats here because he proved big, he belonged in the league. Big Mellow hater. Big Mellow no, hater. No, I, I like Mellow. I like Mello, but you know, you gotta, you gotta take him for what he is. Um, Mello wouldn't be playing meaningful yeah. minutes. Down the I, I'd like, I'd like to see him get a ring. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah, obviously absolutely for you. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, Jimmy Butler played his ass off. Obviously if Miami, I, the shot of him after he hit that second and one with him, like bent over on the, yeah. on the padding. Like, that's what it's about all time. Like that yeah. is a legendary NBA photo. That's like and you saw, arguably you saw the, the photo that sums up. Like if you could pick two photos, to, like sum up this finals, it would be that. And then like, I don't you know the, I don't know what you're on. JR shirtless. I'm celebrating on the JR court. Shirt, like, yeah. There was like a minute left and he was already shirtless. I love it. Um, you I see Dwight Howard accidentally exposed his messages yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't was anything right. bad. No, no, no. But it, it was like him talking to his wife or something. It's like, yeah, it's funny. Um, Although we did learn that Dwight Howard is the type of guy to put like a bunch of emojis next to his wife's name on his phone. Make his what was his, his wife's name was like uh, my lock, my world. It was like it wasn't like his wife's birth name. It was like my world. That's what I have lock. you saved on there on my phone. I know I, that's not true. You have saved as Ben Barlton. Yeah, with the B emoji for sure. Exactly. It's still good. So uh, like all our friend group has that. <laughs> oh, it actually kind of cracks me up. Josh has it as just like doesn't have the B emoji, just has it as if my last name is Barlton, which okay, kind of funny. Take it. Um, I before this playoffs, you know, if you were like, if there's any chance that Giannis goes to Miami, it's gonna be like to play along with Jimmy Butler, right? Because they got Jimmy Butler in, and they were like, this is not the type of alpha player that can lead us to a championship. Like he is a very good player, but he can't be the undisputed number one option and lead us to a championship. And that's not true. He that's proves that it's not true. Great, not true. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, he, he upped his stock so much. He's probably a top 15 player in the league. He proved that, solidified yeah. that in the playoffs. They have a bright future. The only thing with them, I was reading this interesting article this morning, is that, you know, Crowder played well in the playoffs. He kind of fell off at one point, but, like, it's going to be hard to bring him back. But Crowder is like, a replaceable part. There are a yeah. lot of guys like Jay Crowder in the NBA today. Well, 
it's interesting because they almost traded away Jay Crowder and Iguodala for Danilo Gallinari, which I was all for. I was like, that. Well, and Gallo just came trade. out today and said he was more interested in playing for a chip than playing for like a bigger contract next season. Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah, they couldn't come up with the uh, – he couldn't, like, promise for an extension or he, they couldn't agree to an extension. Yeah. That was the reason it fell through. It's just it – just, the, the heat getting here is improbable, crazy, and I'm really interested to see what their future looks like. Like, you also got a bank on improvement from Tyler Hero, improvement from Kendrick. Kendrick right. Nunn looked like the – was rookie of the month the first two months of the NBA, first yeah. Eastern Conference rookie of the month. Yep. Like, he fell off big time. And, like, that obviously is concerning. But, like, got to figure he's going to improve. Well, you got to remember too, like he, you know, team started scouting for him a little better and all that. Um, but his shot fell off in the playoffs and his rotation got completely cut because of Goro. And also you got to remember, I mean, the dude had COVID, like he missed like two yeah, or three weeks. I literally, yeah, yeah he, he missed like two one. or three weeks getting back after a pandemic and after being away from your team as a rookie, like that's, so that's really tough, man. Um, he, he's good. Uh, he's got to improve his on ball defense, which is, you could say that about 98% yeah. of rookies to ever play in the NBA. Like, yeah. Um, just a huge hats off to, to Miami. Um, I, they're they're going to – the East is looking loaded up for the next yeah. few years. Like, wow. <laughs> I'm really – and, I mean, the Celtics have three first-round picks this year. Like, whether right. they whether they use two – because they don't have enough roster spots, they're not going to use all three of them. So, they're probably going to trade one or two of them away – like, who do you try to? I you could you could try to trade for damn near anyone you want with three you firsts. Need, like you that. need a big man. You need a big. Do you need a big, or do you need Anthony Davis? I, that would be fucking nice. Well, because like, I mean, that's everyone some, can use Anthony Davis. There have been like some some. I'm sure it's read some things here and there. Though, like, oh, you know, AD's showing like the big man's not dead in the NBA. It's like no, the big man's dead. Anthony Davis is just a fucking freak. He's just he's just a seven foot guard, right? Yeah, like. like that's Giannis what we is the closest thing we have to like a big into the, like yeah, well okay there's like Yogic and Embiid but like uh-huh. we've also seen that Yogic and Embiid like kind of have some limitations that guys like AD yeah. and Giannis just don't really have. Ah, you read it. You read the Kevin O'Connor's article too. Of course, I read you? the yeah. Kevin O'Connor article. Yeah, but like we had this conversation too. We were like the Lakers are gonna go small balls. Like okay, AD is at the five is not really small ball. It's just no well, no, no true. Center. Anthony Davis. Like yeah, I mean, he's still a power forward. Like. Yeah, but, but he also, like, swallowed yeah. his pride and played a lot of minutes at the five in the postseason yeah. after spending his whole career saying he didn't want to. Yeah, he said this season he didn't want to either, but he said, exactly. I, I will if I have to, you know? I mean. And not just, to bring up Melo again, but, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the year where Melo won the scoring title, he was so clearly best playing at the four, but he wanted to play the three, and it hurt the team. And it's like, you know, there was a reason Melo didn't get very far. He was kind of selfish when it came to that type of thing. I, that, that's what I liked seeing this year from Melo is that, you know, he acknowledged that he's not that type of player anymore and he can't be because when he was on the Rockets, they were like, AOP, they want me to come off the bench. Like all time quote, but like, oh, like one of the, like the three greatest things yeah. he's contributed to the game of basketball. But like, what was it? It's him. The hood. It's that the hoodie. And I got to fuck out of here. Three to the dome. Oh, well then four then. Cause I think I got to fuck out of here is all time too. See, like, more guys say that. Like, that's like... But, like, it's, it's always... I wouldn't, I wouldn't I consider that specifically mellow. I wouldn't call it specifically a mellow thing. No. All right. Anyway, um, AD also, and LeBron. Not, not directly mellow, but the, the KG mellow Lala beef all yeah. time. Fair. What if there's, like, Honey Nut Cheerios? What a line. What a line. Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> like, um, wow. 
Uh, AD and LeBron. That's culture right there. That's for the culture. Oh, my God. All right. You done with Melo stuff? For now. Okay. Uh, AD and LeBron. LeBron, uh, LeBron gets ring number four. Um, now he gets to go home. And as uh, a viewer is very politely putting it in the comments, oh, he's going to kick his son's ass because he had a video of him oh smoking weed uh, published. But in all seriousness, I mean, before this chip, before this chip, we both said it's LeBron and AD. It's LeBron and Jordan at the top, right? Yeah. It's LeBron and Jordan at the top. There was some room for discussion with Wilt or Bill Russell or Magic, whoever the hell you, or Kareem, whoever the hell you want to put up. There's no discussion. No, it's, LeBron it's LeBron and Jordan and, at the top. Yeah. There's, I, I don't think we're, there were ever going to – short of LeBron winning like five more rings, I don't think we'll ever come to a consensus on like no. – well, you and I are in agreement. I don't think like the basketball world will ever completely come to a consensus on who the true number one is. Mm-hmm. If you are talking uh, – this goes out to anyone watching this video. If you want to have a conversation with me about the greatest basketball player of all time and the list doesn't end with LeBron and MJ, I'm not having the conversation. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, this, this solidified that. Like, yeah. I, and I would have said it was solidified last yeah, year too. me too. Like, me too, but beyond any question now. But like, how, like how could you possibly make an argument that LeBron or MJ are any worse than the second best player to ever play the game of basketball? People are like, oh, well, LeBron jumped ship and this and that. I mean, yeah, you can make, you can definitely like, make a case. You think LeBron, Jordan like, wouldn't have done that? You think Jordan wouldn't have done that if he knew he could? Like, that's a, I mean, that's just like a complete like shot in the dark type. No, of I know, but like, if you have you have the sort of like the pull that you would have now that you did back then, right? Because maybe Scottie Pippen doesn't sign like I, a like, like I, a six I, I, million I, dollar I, deal I, and just stays really there. You want to have like, like, the, like it's not a productive way to look at the, no. the issue. I know, just you know, like it's oh, very MJ, different. If MJ played with uh, Magic, Larry Bird, and like, no, I'm just saying, if MJ really could influence who came to his team and you know who they traded, and he got Rodman there. Yeah, he did, but like he didn't. I think from a fan a perspective, team. and speaking as someone who like really hated LeBron for going to Miami, mm-hmm. like yeah, there is like, but that that's like, it's not style points per se, but that's like the like surface trailblazer. Yeah, it's like trailblazer points. Like you're talking about he, him being a trailblazer and like making his own path. Not really. Oh, okay. All right. Never mind. So I, was like, um, I just yeah. mean more just like at, from a fan's perspective and like for like the overall yeah. game of basketball. I think LeBron like really did some damage when he went to Miami. Like that really changed the league for the worse, I would say. Yeah, that's fair. Like, like, yeah, the Celtics did – like, the Celtics had, like, the super yeah. team beforehand, but the Celtics mm-hmm. traded for those guys and gave up assets, and it was more of, like, an all-in move as opposed to, like, a free agent splash. Yeah. I would argue that KD ruined it more. KD but... would have done it if LeBron didn't do it. No, KD wouldn't have done it if his team could hold on to a 3-1 lead. Right? I think we can – I think you could play a really fun game, like really fun like butterfly effect type of game where it's like you look back at everything that happened between the decision and Kate. But it's LeBron's fault that that happened? Like, I don't think so. I think you could connect – I think you could connect them. You want to talk about correlation that, scores again? Oh, my God. That's, a, that's definitely like a .673 correlation score if you ask me. Uh, your, your worry scale, your correlation scale. Like yeah, the correlation's scale. not me. The correlation – that's just math. I know. Um, I don't know why I'm the one talking about. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but I like you look at how long LeBron's done it versus MJ. Like again, we talked about this. Nostalgia plays such a strong like effect in the fact that MJ was the first like face of the league 
Yeah. In in the modern era, in the modern era, it's more that he was the first like. Yeah, take Bill, yeah. take Bill Russell and Wilt out of the conversation because they were literally paying, playing against, like, milkmen. Like, they were not yeah. playing anywhere near the level of competition that we saw, started to see in, like, the 70s, realistically. Mm. No, even after that, honestly. 80s. But, like, starting, yeah. like, 70s into the 80s was, was like, there was, like, a, a much higher, like, general bar of, like, you have to be this good to, like, you know, like, you got to be this tall to ride. Like, you got to be this good to play in the NBA. Uh-huh. MJ showed up and was like, okay, I am literally just better than everyone. Yeah, his first year was just like, yeah, I'm better than everyone. They were like, shit, I guess he's better than everyone. <laughs> I guess this guy's got the league unlocked for the next 15 years. Like, yeah. that had never happened before, before MJ. Yeah. Um, and- Semantically, you could, I, something that I've said, again, this is still like, and the crazy thing is like, you know, MJ's case is like written in stone. We know what MJ's case is. Like, LeBron's still writing his legacy. Yeah. We got lots of ink left on the pen, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I think I have, this doesn't really change from him having three titles to four titles. If he wins another title, and I remember we had this conversation on our on our show when it was on VIC like two years ago. We were like, we were like, okay, when LeBron won that third title in 2016, um, we were like, okay, they're gonna like, like he's gonna win a fourth title. And then like when we had that conversation, we were, we both felt confident that he would win number four. And here we are. And here we are. Um, Two years I, later. I still give him like, I don't know. I'd say there's probably a 70% chance that he wins number five. Like call it right next year. Lakers title favorites. I mean, as of right now, assuming they sign it. I, it it's so funny. We talk like, we talk about AD coming back. Like it is literally set in stone. It's not, he has a free agent. He, yeah. He, he said, he said, I'm going to evaluate everything, which I, I think he would be like, that's his agent saying, I will yeah. kill you. If you say anything other than this, is yeah. he rich Paul? Yeah. He's, oh, of course. How of do you think he got, how do you think he got to LA? Yeah. That was a dumb question. I yeah. apologize. Um, I mean, it, it's LeBron and MJ. There, there, there's no question. You look at the amount of years that LeBron has done it for. The fact that he's he's made ten titles, ten straight he, finals. Ten, yeah, ten, no, ten, not, ten straight finals. Ten straight finals where he's been healthy. Yes. Okay, but you can't say that. Nine straight finals and then tenth just now. Yeah. Um, like it's just bonkers, man. LeBron hasn't played in the playoffs and missed the finals yeah. in the last ten years. And like you, you compare him to MJ. And you watch the last dance and MJ after the first three Pete, like, like he was done, dude. He needed to take a break. Like he was completely worn down. It may, and, may, it may have been encouraged to, uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we both agree little, on that conspiracy theory. Step. Yeah. Um, but he needed that to then win the second three Pete. And like, I'll ask you this interesting question because if LeBron wins in 2011 against the Mavericks, right. Cause that's right. probably what deters most people. Cause he kind of was like scared in the big stage potentially, or like didn't I think, play up to the hype, regardless of what you think it is. If he wins that title, right? I, and then you he and goes- I, 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 the Spurs, the 07 Spurs loss looks bad. He was obviously like completely outmatched. Yeah, well, was, but, but that doesn't look like, bad on him. It doesn't look bad on him per se. If he, you're comparing him to MJ, did MJ ever get swept in the finals? No, but I don't, but MJ never had that discrepancy of, of, of talent. Like you well, look the, at the, the thing, the thing that I kind of, that just like the, the big, like, Look, I think LeBron's the best basketball player to ever play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both agree there. I think the big drawback for LeBron's case is like, how could you be so good up until a point and then get like swept twice, lose another one, four one? Well, it's confusing. It's hard. It's really hard to like make sense. I'm not trying to say it as no. like a. I mean, it but is a like, knock on. Like, obviously, it's a knock on LeBron. Like, it is a, a. But then, in the same case, I mean, Jordan never made it out of the first round without Pippen, right? Yeah. Like, 
That's that's the thing. The way I see it for for LeBron is 2007. He was complete as someone who watched that series and was rooting for the other team. Like he was completely outmatched. That team yeah. was a nightmare. Tyler. Around his, his second best player was Mo Williams, right? Like Zinger yeah. Silgowskis. Um, well, I saw Eric, him in person. Snow that man that is fucking massive. Is Eric Snow on that Cavs team? I don't think so. He was, he was on the Allen Iverson team, the Allen Iverson uh, Sixers. I thought I don't know. He might. Whatever. Um, I don't know. He why was, I was com- even thinking of Eric. I don't. I don't put 2007 on him. Like he was. He was he young. Was on the court. Yeah, he was on the court. You're right, but it was his fourth season. He was going up against three-time champion Tim Duncan, two-time champion Manu, and uh, Tony Parker. Like the the thing that's just like confusing to kind of like because like obviously he played in the series. He was on the floor. He played. Yeah. Like was like was the East just like absolute trash that year to the point where LeBron yeah. was. Yeah. I do you remember how good or bad the East was in 2007? Well, they. I no, mean, you don't. They be. Oh, no, just, Orlando had beat them in 09. Um, but you're, you're I, telling I me don't, you've got a great, a great mental image no, of what the Eastern no, Conference I don't, looked like in I don't put, but I don't put that finals loss on him. The same way I don't put, you know. At so a, what's to his the finals sur- record? What? What's his finals record? It's four and six. I thought you didn't count that one. I obviously count it, but, but I don't That's put, what I'm saying. Like, you have to count it. It's part I, of it. It's part yeah, of the I know. I know, but I don't like, like, do you count? Like, his losses against the Warriors, obviously they still count, but you're like, Shit, one year he didn't have Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving, and all years he was a lot better. Like, he had no so business winning. Should we look at LeBron him. at, what, six and two in the finals then? No, no, absolutely or not. Six, four and two. Four and two. Oh, like, not – no, obviously they count, but I'm saying, like, I don't look at those losses the same way I look at, at 2011. Because 2011, he should have won that championship. So, you, basically what you're saying is you feel like LeBron only legitimately lost one finals. No, he didn't legitimately lose one finals because he legitimately lost six finals. But in, you're like you're, no, you're contradicting no, yourself. No, 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 because it's he did legit lose the other ones. But in terms of like, was I incredibly disappointed with him because he like completely underperformed? No, he was he was good in 2007. His team was ass. In 2015, he was good. His team was ass. In 2017, he was good. His team was ass. Like yeah, you're in right. 2011. He, w- he was bad. His team was good. They should have won that one. That's what I'm saying, is that that's the only one where I'm just like – I don't know if I would have said he should have won 2011. That Mavs should've team – we were, ta- we were literally – I was talking about it last night. That Mavs team was really good. Like They're good, but they should have won. It might be, hard, might be hard for you to like be the guy to say this, but like Dirk gets kind of slept on as like one of like the best players of his era. Yes, but they should have won. Also, just like – I don't know if you could say should have. Like that Mavs team was really, really good. Really well coached against, admittedly, an outmatched Eric Spolstra at that point. Yeah. Outmatched, outcoached. But if, if I'm looking at any one of them that I'm like, ugh, they should have won that series, it's that is what I'm saying for LeBron. Agree or disagree? I mean, yeah, I'll agree with mm-hmm. that. I think that I think it's kind of discrediting the fact that, that Mavs team was really good, filled with vets, much better coaching staff, mm-hmm. yeah. made the right adjustments. I think was it was in the Kevin Connor speech that they were talking about the that uh, what's it called? He were running like a 38-year-old Mike Bibby in that series. Was yeah. that that article? Mike Bibby and J.J. Barea. Yeah, exactly. And JJ, it worked because Mike Bibby wasn't going to punish J.J. Barea on the defensive end. Like, Mike yeah. Bibby at 38 wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just don't know if I would say he, they should have won that series. Okay. Uh, that, that, that's just the way I see it in terms of what is disappointing in my eyes. And obviously, I still count the losses. You ever look in um, a mirror? What? What? For disappointment? 
what's disappointing in your eyes every damn day <laughs> um real quick ad like i don't th- we can't really talk about his legacy yet because no 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 yeah, yeah. we can't but this i mean this helps like you think about all like the dominant like power forwards that haven't won a championship think about charles barkley yeah right then and Patrick there like Ewing, not a power check, forward but like yeah. a big man yeah yeah you check that off like ad those, is those the two that AD's on mind. his way ad's on his way to a hall of fame career and this straight AD can retire today and be on the hall of fame so you don't think Dwight Howard is a surefire Hall of Famer, but you think if AD retires right now, he's a Hall of Famer? I think so. That is that is preposterous. 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 That's ridiculous, dude. There's no way if Anthony Davis retires right now, he'd be a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Also, Anthony Davis, if you're if you're listening, you probably should not retire right now. Uh, I don't think Anthony Davis is listening yeah. to the show. But if you so, are, that Antonio guy. That Antonio guy. Why do you keep calling him that? <laughs> um, got anything speaking more to of, add about AD's well, speaking, legacy and such? I just some some just numbers I found doing research for the show. Mm-hmm. AD became the fifth player, or had the fifth ever 50-40-90 line on twenty plus points per game in the finals. Uh, joined Magic in eighty-seven, Penny Hardaway in 05, Chauncey Billups in 04, and then Kevin Durant in twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. <laughs> hmm. Talk about guys who like. Not that anyone sleeps on Kevin Durant as like a, you know, like a one of the best players we've ever seen, but like to say he didn't earn his rings with Golden State, I feel like is kind of a, a missed point. Like, dude went have, 50, 40, 90 in back to back finals. Have whatever feelings you want about him joining and all that, which is fair, but discrediting it is beyond dumb. I need discredit. You can discredit it. Mm-hmm. I need to join about- the fucking Warriors. Like, you can discredit that all you want, but to say he didn't, to say he wasn't like absolutely balling and like a huge factor on that team is absurd that's preposterous it's such an interesting question because you ask every year you know like what players benefit the most from winning a chip right like kd is probably the player who has a chip already that would benefit the most from winning another one because absolutely like if if kd could win a chip with the nets yeah that's crazy and he won't he's already going to retire probably as a top 10 player of all time he could very well I, – if you talk, like, just, like, physical talent as a basketball player, yeah. Kevin, Dur- Kevin Durant's probably, like, like Unfortunately, it's not the case because if that was the case, then Tracy McGrady would be a lot higher and Grant Hill would be. But, but those guys couldn't – the best ability is availability, right? I'm talking about, like, guys who played full careers, just talking pure physical skill. Like, Kevin Durant is a cheat code. Yeah. yeah. On, the, on the same level that Anthony Davis is, honestly. Yeah. Who can move like a guard and shoot threes, like elite rim protection, good passer, great off perimeter defense. Great. Like it's absurd. That's ridiculous. And like, but that also to get back to the whole LeBron AD thing, like, or LeBron MJ thing, like LeBron is still out there with all these guys and playing at, is he like the clear cut, like best player like today in the NBA? Probably not. I don't know if there's anyone else for a season I'd rather have on the court. You could make cases though. You could yeah. absolutely make cases. Like if you're like, but he's, he's not in a situation like you're drafting, you're picking one player to start a franchise. Like, Oh, well, I'm not going to start a franchise with him, but like, yeah. yeah. All right. Not he, start he, a franchise. You're no, you're right. Not start a franchise. You're picking, you've got like one season to win an NBA title. LeBron is not 
undoubtedly the number the pick on that list. He is not. But easily a top five pick. Easily like top three. Yeah. Yeah. All right, NFL um, week five, baby. Yeah, that was uh, – I kind of thought it was going to be uh, – you probably had the same thought. Probably thought it was just going to be like a pretty boring week or just like run-of-the-mill. Yeah, run-of-the-mill. Nothing like – none of the – some of the – like the, I'd say the overall quality of the matchups was a little bit better than we've seen in some weeks, but there were no like jump-off-the-page type of like, oh, my God, I have to watch that game type of, de- type of games. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, didn't think it was going to be that exciting – um, I think the biggest storyline we have to start with, unfortunately, is Dak's injury. Yeah, I mean, I, not to not to like downplay the injury. I was, I don't know if that's necessarily the like, I don't know if that's the most important injury we've seen in the NFL this season. No, and that's such a bad. Definitely the most sign. gruesome. Definitely the most gruesome. <laughs> yeah, it's such a bad sign because like that is a huge injury, but like the amount of injuries we've seen is just ridiculous. And it's well. It definitely is like, I want to say, I keep wanting to say it's the most important because I keep thinking like, oh, Dallas's offense is great. Like they lost their quarterback. Like they're screwed now. Like that's huge. But then I remember like Dallas was an onside kick away from being 0-4. Like Dallas is not good. Yeah, no. Well, we talked about it. They were like, they're a very good 1-3 team. But are they a good team? Probably not. Also, like um, we you know, you you talk about all the qualifiers of like you know the Bears are the were the worst three and team through three weeks. The Cowboys were the and best, then they, and then they beat the Bucks. You know, then they beat, the, they beat Bucks. the Bucks. But it's like you can you can qualify the record with whatever you want. Like your record is what gets you into the playoffs at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. can beat you can be the best goddamn six and ten team we've ever seen. But like you're not making the, well, actually you might make uh, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah if you're in the NFC East. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But look, oh, if we're talking about it, like. I was doing some research. No NFL team has ever made the playoffs at lower than seven and nine, at least as best I can tell. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year that we're going to see a team make it at six and 10. And the worst part is like, like uh, the giants aren't going to make the playoffs. Um, really? Really? Matthias? Go the, on. the Washington, here. the Washington. Well, they're like the only team from that division that like, I don't trust to make the playoffs. I don't think the Washington. They're the only team. team. They're the only team you don't. I, I don't know, dude. Like, <laughs> so you, you have a lot of faith in the other three teams in the NFC East to make the playoffs. I don't have much faith, but I have more faith in the Giants. Like, okay, but you just saying you think the Giants are the, the only team. Look, the Giants are yeah. Giants. I'm, Giants are going 0 16. Like, I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence at this point. Mm. I don't think any of the teams in the NFC East deserve to make the playoffs. I really no, do me neither. Like, like someone is gonna sneak in at six and ten. Not yeah. sneak in. Someone's gonna win the division. Someone at has to. Yeah. I the, the bad part is like, it's a Dallas team that should be good. If they get in, they're not gonna be good. And it's an Eagles well, team that isn't good. Now. They're not like. Yeah. Andy Dalton is taking them to the promised the land. Rock- no, exactly, not even exactly the red. Not even it. the Red Rocket. Not even the Red Rocket. That's Matt Bonner for sure. Um, I didn't say that you said the Red Rocket. No, I know. I said it, and then I was disgusted with myself. Yeah, you should be. Um. It's such a shame for Dak, though, because, like, yeah. like the offense was not the problem, really, for Dallas. It's not like, well, you know, the, the they, consistent they fell offense was the yeah. problem. Like, why yeah. – you got Dak thrown for 7,000 yards. I'm thinking for 7,000 yards. You couldn't spread a few of those out in, like, the first half of the yeah. game. Right, and there's a reason he was always, you know, racking up big yards because he was playing from behind. Yeah. But, like, we discussed on the last show, you still got to do it. He still throws – he still yep. accounts for the yards. Like, um, a compound fracture and a dislocation of his right ankle. 
Um, so he's done uh, for without the bringing a medical professional, Matthias Wildman. Matthias, well, what exactly does that mean? Well, laugh at me all you want, but I did text our uh, our good friend Stratton, who is a uh, who's a physical therapy student, uh, a grad student at Ithaca, um, and I asked him like what this could mean for him in terms of recovery and like if it could affect him like you know down the line and things like that. I uh, read uh, something that ben, uh, Bill Barnwell wrote up too because. He had written in that big article he wrote for ESPN um, a while back about, you know, uh, what the most in- important injuries were in week two, I think it is, when everyone got right. hurt. After, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, he wrote about Jimmy G. Uh, I'll read you the exact quote. Quarterbacks with ankle or foot injuries who are struggling to plant their feet with the usual authority tend to sail passes and throw more interceptions. Look at Jimmy G this week. He was seven for 17 with 70 yards. He got benched because he sailed two throws and threw two interceptions. Well, in the to, me, to me, that just screams that he was not ready to play. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's just going to be interesting to see what Dak Prescott comes like, back you almost, with. You almost wonder if you think, like, if the Niners looked uh-huh. at this Dolphins team and were like, well, maybe we can, like, get Jimmy back in a game against, like, a not great team and kind of get his, like, feet wet again. And, like, mm-hmm. I, like, Again, I'm not a medical professional. I, I can't look at Jimmy's tape from Sunday and say, like, oh, well, clearly he's still favoring that ankle. Like, I have no idea. You look at his numbers, which I have a much better idea of, like, how to interpret those. <laughs> can't imagine Good. he was ready to play in that game. No. And, I mean, like, we, we, we talked about this. It's that right foot that you plant on if you're a righty when you're dropping back that you have to you know, push off of. And that's something, too, that – you know that when when I was talking to Stratton about the injury and the implications in the future, he hey, said, "Can you he's refer be- to him? Can you refer to him by his proper title?" Doctor, sorry, Doctor Gervanos. Doctor D. Doctor D. Um, you know, he said, "You know, if he's going to have to put his pressure into it when he drives back, he's going to be interested to see how that turns out in the future." Uh, Bill Barnwell listed a couple guys that had those injuries that came back and were fine, but you 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 never know with injuries like this, you know. And the, the good news, the relative good news here is it's early in the season. It's week five. Like, Dak, I saw the timetable was, like, three to four months, optimistically. Yeah. So like getting back into, like, football shape. I think it was closer to four months minimum because he had the surgery and he can't put any pressure on it. Whatever it was, he should be, be- – like, he should be, like, a full go for training camp yeah, next, next season, season he's obviously. Done, he's, done, he's done for the season. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, yes, he's <laughs> – his ankle has been a solid 90 degrees. He is yeah, done yeah. for the season. Yeah. He should be – the good news is early enough in the season where it's like he will be a full go, for, barring like awful complications. He'll be a full go for training camp next season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a matter of like getting back on the field and getting, getting back into the swing of things. Although yeah. you look for inspiration, you can look around the NFC East. Alex Smith played a fucking football game this weekend. That's crazy. Through passes, like- took hits, got sacked by Aaron Donald twice. Did you see the video of Aaron Donald going, that motherfucker's leg is strong? Yeah. Like, I, and I don't think these are mutually exclusive. You can still be very happy for him that he was playing and also be, like, wildly uncomfortable. Like, it was definitely a little. I, was, I took the yeah. Josh. Was like, when they cut to, like, the shot of, like, his wife and his kids, like, yeah. his wife must have been, like, a bro, nervous why are you, wreck like, bro, watching Bro, why are you game. doing this? Like, you literally almost died. Like, like, I don't know what the conversations were in that house, but, like, my significant other like almost died doing something. I don't think I'd be a big fan of them like hopping right back yeah. into it at like the earliest possible convenience. Like he, especially if that thing that they're doing where they like, broke their leg was you know being an NFL quarterback. Yeah, it's not like he's like he you know was doing construction on a hospital. That's like yeah, it's not not a freak yeah. thing. Like it's yeah. a very very real yeah. uh, job risk to get your legs snapped when you're an NFL quarterback. I did you watch the E60? 
Ugh. on Alex Smith? No. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Um, they had to put like a viewer discretion as advised before they came back each time. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it was uncomfortable to watch him in. Uh, and the fact that he had to face Aaron Donald to even start was yeah. not a good sign. But it was weird. Like he did say that he wanted to come back because he said, if I can come back, and play football after almost losing my life, then I can do anything, which is I mean, like, yeah. if you want to prove that to yourself, like by all means do it and everything. But that was, Oh, that was weird, dude. I don't like it. I'm, I'm not going to say well, I, I do love that. They had him throw a pass the first play. Yeah. I get mean, his to, average the rust out. Yeah. I mean, his average, his average, like yards per attempt were like four, I think. Oh, like, yeah. But what is that? Wasn't himself. What, I, that's, I mean, that's kind of yeah. Alex Smith. It's not like Alex Smith is four on yards. Deep. Not four, obviously, but it's not like Alex Smith is like a, you yeah. know, Pat Mahomes type. Yeah. Um, also, let me take that back. There's no such thing as a Pat Mahomes type. Yeah. Point being, Alex Smith is not like a, a deep yeah, yeah. ball. Yeah, he's a West Coast offense. Yeah, quick. Um, you know, the thing with das, with Dak Prescott is, um, you know, what, what does the contract come down to? Because he got, he got multi-year extension offers in the offseason. He chose not to accept them. Um, so it's not like, you know, it, it, it's not like he was holding out um, he, or he has to hold out because they didn't offer him anything. Um, that like this is why you, this yeah, literally exactly this why, why you hold out. Yeah, that's why you can't like. And it, and there are certain scenarios where just like this is ridiculous. Like you, we talked about the Jamal Adams thing where it was like this is like a year well, earlier. Well, that was different than a holdout. That was yeah. like, well, it was a holdout. But it was like a different type of situation. Yeah. Well, Matt, or it's because like the Le'Veon Bell one. It was like this guy was like, like, mo- like multiple like thousand yard seasons like in a row. Like one of the best running backs in the league and wasn't getting paid. And he was like, bro, I'm not going to take another fucking snap because I know I'm a running back. I'm going to get hurt. Exactly. This is why people hold out. Like, it's like, but, but the difference here is like, it's like Jamal Adams was under contract and wanted more. With Dak, he was not under any contract. It was the yeah. tag or nothing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And he opted to go with the tag. And now I, the, good, the good news, again, the good news, the relative good news for Dak here is Dallas has a reputation of paying their own. Like I would fully expect Dallas to pay Dak He'll probably I don't know about get the, the top tag of the market. That. I don't know about the top. I don't, I don't think they can give him the tag anymore. No, they can. They can. I thought they used it on him twice already. No, it was the first year. It was the what first year. Last year? I, it was just still his original working contract, I think. I, I saw oh, an article. Ar- he got drafted 2014. I saw an article that said they can use the tag on him next season. Um, they can maybe, use maybe on him. Maybe they didn't like tag him per se one of the years. Yeah. Um, they can they uh, they can still tag him next season. The only problem is, what is the salary cap going to look like? If you know, da- with- if I'm Dak Prescott's agent, and I get if I even see an email with the words, what's the word? What's franchise tag? Franchise tag. Wow. <laughs> if I even see the words, what were they? If I see the words franchise tag in my email, I am like never. I'm telling Dak to never play a snap for the Cowboys again. You but cannot like, tag this man again. I don't know. Like, can you really say Just that after he's taken this but, like, now he's coming off a major injury. You kind of have to see what a quarterback can do when he fucks up his ankle like that. I think if – I more so, I think if they want to tag Dak again, you play somewhere else. You don't play for Dallas anymore. You came back from multiple holdouts to do this. Yeah. And, like, like I, look, and Jerry Jones and the Cowboys have a reputation for paying their own and getting yeah. their own the contracts they want. If they really send Dak another franchise tag, I would be I'm so out. disrespected. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's move on to the other games that we saw um, on pretty Sunday. Solid, pretty solid slate. Yeah. I mean, again, it, it was surprisingly good. I will start Chiefs Raiders. That's probably the most like mm-hmm. consequential game. I classic question. I'll give it to you. 
more concerning for the Chiefs or more hopeful for the Raiders? Uh, hopeful for the Raiders. Um, I, think for, I think for the Chiefs, like, it's hard because it's the NFL games matter more than in the NBA, but the regular season doesn't fucking matter. At the end of the as day – As long as it gets – well, now that there's only one buy, like, yeah. it does it matter more. a little bit more. Yeah. You want to get home field. I mean, yeah. what do you know about how important uh, home field advantage is in the I know it is quite important. I know it is quite important. If you lose in the last week to uh, the Dolphins, you will miss but out. Also, on the it. Raiders were a good team. Like, it's a yeah. lot less concerning than the Pats last year losing to the Dolphins at home. Yeah, yeah. In week I, 16. I, I – um. 16 like, was it week 17 it's week 17 huh? nice. um it was that's why i'm saying it's more hopeful for the raider than it is concerning for the chiefs I, i'm not concerned if i'm the chiefs obviously you think, should be think, you should be somewhat concerned after any loss if you're a title favorite but i'd like, be more concerned not about like the oh, first half performance first half like honestly into the third quarter too he did not look great well, like the, the first, half, the first half he had like 240 yards in the first half it was the second half where he had like nine yeah. attempts through like the first it's, like eight minutes of the third quarter it just like again it's the chiefs like i have every reason to believe patrick mahomes is going to be fine the chiefs offense is going to be fine mm-hmm. mahomes has looked not that he doesn't care but it just looks kind of inconsistent this year more mm-hmm. so than we saw from him last season like he was hurt last season that's saying something mm-hmm. like yeah mahomes didn't look great when he came back from injury but it was like he had a pretty serious sprain like you didn't expect him to be like dead on patrick mahomes the minute he got back from injury it's like He's kind of reverted into that like scramble around backyard style of football that looks awesome when it works and like he pulls you know has some of these like all time moments from that style of play. But it's like, do you really need to be doing that like in the second quarter? Like, in, well, that's that that led to his pick in the fourth, which basically you know sealed the game and then Josh Jacobs scored. Yeah. Um, it was pretty interesting. Uh, you didn't see Max Crosby's uh, style for stopping the Chiefs? I don't think so. He said they repeatedly gave him the same look in the first half and didn't care if he scored against them so that they could throw just completely different looks at him in the second half, which I don't think, I don't think letting Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs score 24 points in the first half is a good strategy, but it worked because they finished with 32 points. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I must have missed that. It's weird, but like... I, I get like... I mean, it's kind of similar to like... I think the Ravens – I forget where, who was talking about this. Like, a while ago, someone talked about how they used to deal with Brady. Mm-hmm. And it was basically like they would basically drop, like, a dummy game plan in the first half. Because the whole yeah. – with, with these great quarterbacks, the whole idea is, like, you can't – you got to, like, throw them different looks. You got to, like, confuse them. You can't let them, like, know what they're looking at. Yeah. And basically the idea is, like – all right, you, you make them think they're looking at one thing, but, like, if they realize what you're doing in the first half and they have, whole, like, all of halftime to sort it out, you're screwed. Yeah. If you're not going to give them the full half to break things down, I think you've got more of a shot. Not I think. Mm-hmm. You obviously have more of a shot if you don't give them the whole halftime. Yeah. Well, that, it's like that's – like, I don't – I wouldn't advise teams to just allow the Chiefs to score 24 points in the first half, but it's – Like, hire this guy, defensive coordinator. It's so crazy that it worked. I don't know. I'm not concerned for the Chiefs, but if you're the Raiders, on the other side, you're like, damn, Raiders yo, look just, good. Yeah, <laughs> we just like we we talked about it. This is a team that we we didn't expect to be this good. I don't think they're not a Super Bowl contender, but like this is a team that was really bad last. But year. also, like, I don't think uh, you know, I don't think the Raiders are going to really be contending for the top spot in the AFC West. But like, no. if it's coming down to it, this is basically worth two wins. Yeah. Like, if it were if it were to come down to a, situa- a situation, that's the word I'm looking for. Nice. Where I. 
I don't think the Broncos or the Chargers are going to compete for the AFC West. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a two not. team race. Yeah, exactly. Like, if it's close down the stretch, the Chiefs are probably looking at this game. They're like, shit, we really kind of. It's close down the stretch. I'm just saying, in a hypothetical situation, this is the type of game where the Chiefs look back and they're like, damn, like we would, you know, that could be the difference between Super Bowl runs through Arrowhead or it runs through somewhere else. I don't think they'll be, and there are fans at Arrowhead actually. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they booed, they booed a moment of silence for uh, social injustice the first week. I was about to say, I was like, I was like, wait, did they do that again? Oh boy. Yeah. Anyways, um, the Niners. Next game's burn. Uh, yeah, the Niners have two wins this season. They are and over the, the Jets. You concerned? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fair. Like, they, <laughs> they have everyone out. Like, like yeah, you can, well, you can chalk up like the a couple – you can chalk up like the injuries is obviously a major factor. But like you go to the Super Bowl, play a good game against the Chiefs. And control for a large part of it. And then come up, come back next season and you've only beaten the Giants and the Jets through five weeks. Yeah, it's not good. Mostert looked good, admittedly. Like, it looks like he's back. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G didn't look good. You're obviously yeah. missing Nick Bosa and DeFore, um, Who's the other D-lineman? Solomon Thomas. Thomas, Thomas yeah. year, yeah. And you don't have DeForest Buckner. Like DeForest Buckner at the Colts now. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I would be concerned if I'm the Niners. Like, yeah, I'm, me too. You got every reason to trust in Kyle Shanahan, but, like, that's not good. Yeah, that's not good. Like, and, and uh, injuries are obviously a huge part of it. Um, we talked about a little earlier in the show, you know, like Jimmy G did not look good. Um, and might've come back a little too early, but like, but also it's like, the, I think the concerning thing that you, at least I remember bringing up on the show is like, is Jimmy Garoppolo the type of quarterback that can like win you an ugly game? Probably not, but he, he is a very, like, he's a top tier game manager, probably. which is not a bad thing. Game manager is not, not a bad thing. When you hear game manager on second floor sports is not a bad thing. And like, Look at the 49ers offense. Like last year, they were a run-heavy offense. They have dynamic playmakers at wide receiver, but not someone that you're just going to have Debo Samuel, you know, try to catch 12 balls a game. You're just going to have them on end around. You're going to get touch. them maybe 12 yeah. touches a game. But like, yeah. Yeah. not 12 catches. They don't have like a Julio Jones, a Mike Thomas, a Devontae Adams type of wide receiver. They've got George Kittle who fills that role. Yeah. But that's it's different. You kind of, you plan for a George Kittle differently than you plan for a Julio Jones and Devontae Adams. I mean, they they like might they might be screwed. Like the Rams look good, especially Car- in that division. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals look good. The Rams look good, and the Seahawks look good. I'm looking at. I have my window popped up now of my predictions before the season, which don't look terrible, but it's definitely not very good. Um, I mean, NFL predictions yeah. are always like such a crapshoot. Yeah, crapshoot. Um, I had the Seahawks going 15 and one this season. Did you actually? Um, yeah, I, I that might have been a little. Wow. Yeah, it might have been a little. Much. I mean, but they're five and zero. So yeah, um, yeah I had the Niners. On that one yet. I had the Niners going twelve and four, um, the Cardinals going eleven and five, and the Rams missing out on the playoffs, going nine and seven. Like, you had the you know, Cardinals at twelve wins. At eleven and five, eleven wins. Oh wow! Yeah, they have a tough schedule down the road. Do you have which, just yours there, or do you have mine pulled up too? Or are those just uh, yours? No, I had. I went on a website that like ha- I can like you can register each like outcome and see what you thought. Oh, okay. Happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Niners might be screwed, man. They, they, they might be done. I don't have their exact schedule pulled up. And right now. It literally seems like whatever sad sack comes out of the NFC East is taking the Niners spot. Like, yeah. Ugh, such a bummer, dude. And imagine if you're a team in the playoffs and you lose 
to whatever team comes out well, of the so, NFC least? I mean, look, as strange as it sounds right now, I, if, I, if I'm putting money on it, I, like, I think the football team is my pick out of the NFC East right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not Dallas anymore. It's not the Giants, obviously. Like, is it Philly? I don't think so. I, Andy Dalton look, didn't look terrible yesterday. Okay, but Dak, Dak Prescott yeah. couldn't even get this team up to 500. Is Andy Dalton gonna I'd turn to, around his years of like subpar quarterback play? I'd have eight, to I'd 35? have to look at schedules and like rank out who I think is gonna beat each. But I I don't know, dude. I don't like the okay, Eagles. Elliot's giving me the face in the comments. The Eagles are bad. Like really. Yeah. Elliot in our fantasy football group chat. Remember the fantasy football league? He's <laughs> talking about the Eagles as if they're not hot dog shit. Yeah. Like they are just as bad as anyone else in the division. Like. Yeah. I, I mean, think it's gotta be. Washington or Philly. Uh, I'm looking at their schedules right now. Like the Cowboys at two and three um, still have to play Washington twice. They have to play the Giants one more time. They still play the Bengals. They play the Eagles both times. They play the, and then their non uh, division games are the Niners, Ravens, Vikings, Steelers. Loss, loss, loss. Well, that's, I ha- I'd have to look at each schedule to uh, determine it, but I don't. Well, it's so, it's so tough trying to like look down the line, especially in this season. It's like, Zeke could get like people get COVID like you literally games yeah. get postponed like you don't know it's really tough to look at like a week 11 matchup and be like oh yeah that's that's how that one's gonna go like yeah it's a I, as unpredictable season as we've ever had let's let's move on to the other game so we don't have to talk about the NFC East anymore um just real so, running through some uh we said last episode Browns and Colts winner we would look at as a legit not maybe not contender Super Bowl but like someone that playoff. can make noise the Browns are four and one, and they're third in their, in their division. The Browns are four and one. Pretty crazy. Like, ignore the fact that they're third in the division, which is, you know, of course, the, the year the Browns are four and one, you know, yeah, they're classic. not in first in the division. Yeah, I saw Jack. Cleveland Dallas Browns are four and one. I, yeah, I, jo- yeah. Jack, Josh, like any, you know, just Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, congratulations to them, honestly. Like, good, good for you guys. Like, a winning season. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple I, games over 500. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good for you. I, Phillip Rivers is terrible, too. Like, Jesus Christ. They, Baker and Phillip Rivers were trying to lose that game. You cannot convince me otherwise. Uh, God-awful. Okay. God-awful. Jesus Christ. Um, Sunday Night Football, though. Yeah. Sunday Night Hey, that really was, like – fun game. We, we were watch, in a – I didn't watch nearly as much of it as I normally would have, obviously. Uh-huh. But, like I, – I didn't watch the first half intently. I started watching really intently – towards the beginning of the third quarter, middle third quarter. Um, and, uh, but, like, I was – literally, it was, like, I, was, I would, like, put – I kept, like, the Lakers – all, like, the Lakers postgame stuff on the main TV and had the Sunday Night Football on my laptop, like, on my mm-hmm. – to the side of me. I was watching a lot more of the Lakers postgame, if we're being honest. I was, like, like I, the, the full recap this morning. I was, I was at a friend's house, so I wasn't watching the Lakers postgame. Um, Disappointing. Sue me. Uh, I, a couple things to take away from this. Seattle's good. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson. I could, will agree with that point. Seattle Russell Russell Wilson confirmed very good, and also Minnesota not a like not as bad as the record indicates. But again, they are still would still call them a bad team. I look every like, hey, the Giants. The Giants are up seventeen three on the Cowboys with Dak. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, sometimes bad. Team, every team like in the NFL, every team is going to have a game or two where they look decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still don't think the Vikings are very good. 
No, but they're better also, than I would have expected them four. to get absolutely ran through against the Seahawks. Like, yeah. Look, we I, one and three. Sorry, you put this on the rundown. What did you think about the Vikings call the go for it on fourth and a yard? That was in, fourth inches. inches. Yeah, fourth yeah. and inches on the Seahawks five yard line, up by five points. I like that call. Uh, the way you that go for it. yeah, the way the Vikings were running the ball. <laughs> Um, the Seahawks could not stop them, especially in the second half. Uh, Madison was over a hundred yards too. Like if you look, if you look at the play again and you look at a, just the freeze frame, he has a wide open gap on the right side of I mean, the line. Those type of freeze frames are so I know. like, no, I know, but it, that's a good call. Like you, well, it's a you good call go- either way you need to stop the Seahawks from get, driving and getting yeah. and scoring a touchdown. Like that's yeah. your job defensively either way. And like, if you literally, you like, get that half yard and you during- win the game. They showed the win percentage changes during the broadcast. A field goal literally would not have changed the Vikings' win percentage. Yeah. Which, like, low-key doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I feel like it would at least, that like, makes no sense. swing it, like, a point or two here and there. But it's, like, either way, if you're going to – either you get you just kick the field goal and give the ball back to Seattle either way. Mm-hmm. Or you go for it and miss and then Seattle to drive 95 yards and score a touchdown. Like, either way, Seattle needs to drive and score a touchdown. Yeah. If I had to guess, like, I don't know what the win percentage, like, algorithm is, but, like, the fact that, like, Minnesota would have – or Seattle would have had to drive 95 yards in – how much time? Like, a, a little over a minute? Minute, a minute 15? like, 15 with, like, yeah. one timeout, I think? A situation like Minnesota yeah. should not – Minnesota should be a lot more concerned about the fact that they lost the game than whether or not they got the fourth and inches. Yeah. You, you have inches to go. You get that and you win the game right then and there. I – I go for that call 10 times out of 10. That's or not on, that's on not any on other, like a sack, a big stop, like any other defensive play could have won the game for them. And they didn't. Yeah. They got ran down the field and Russ did his thing. Yeah. I did it twice. DK literally dropped the game in a touchdown pass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he had that unreal catch down the, uh, down the left sideline, which I don't know what the corner was doing there. Completely lost the ball, but um yeah, Seahawks are uh, <clears throat> confirmed good, and with yeah, Dak bad, now done for the DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf ran a terrible three-count time. Yeah. What an asshole, right? <laughs> That's always so funny. Like, I was just concerned about everyone. Like, everything is yeah. always like, oh, three-count is, like, the most important drill <laughs> at the combine. Clearly, it's not stopping nah. DK Metcalf. Yeah. Um, let's just run through, you know, the, our category of just everything else, yep. every yep. other game. Um, we'll start with Carolina Atlanta. Uh, I picked bye bye, that bye bye. bye bye. Long overdue. Should have been done. I don't know if it's a long overdue. I think at a certain it was a dead man walking going in. Dead man this. walking. Give him I I think you know, he's been there for a while. You give him obviously I, I talk about like he had been fired already. I assume they were giving him a couple chances to win a game, compete, like try something. He's been there for long enough that he deserves a couple, you know, a few different shots. Yeah. Use them all up. Like that's it. Also, Matt Ryan just looks so bad. Even hey, at least they were throwing the ball to Calvin Ridley this week. That works for you. Uh, Baltimore, 27-3 to win over the Bengals. Jesus Christ. Please, I just draft some what do you sort of offensive have to say? <laughs> just draft some sort of offensive help for on the line for Joe Burrow. I think at, at one point in the middle of the third quarter, they had seven first downs had allowed seven, and had allowed seven sacks. Bengals, like, really bad. Yeah, and you know, Baltimore, good. There's a reason they were picking first overall. Yeah. Um, Houston getting their first win over Jacksonville. See, um, I actually – that was one of my picks. I picked the Jags plus five and a half, I think it was, mm. 
based on the fact that like I figured the Texans were just going to be in a complete shambles this week with Bill O'Brien out. I thought that would have just been like, I thought the opposite. I thought they'd be like, yo, this is sick. Bill O'Brien's sorry. B.O.B. is finally gone. Like, like I think let's well, get a win. My, my thought process was more like, you got like, who's making the game plan? <laughs> like yeah. how, how do you, that's a lot to kind of um, what's his face? deal with um, in a week. Is there interim coach? Like 70 years old. Oldest, whoever it is, oldest head coach in the yeah. league. Right? Fuck, what was his name? I don't, ah, I don't remember. I really like him because then the, when they did the NFL uh, lip readings, um, it was hilarious. Um, I, I had picked them to win. Uh, obviously, Ben not hitting on his bets. What's new there? I had on, on another one this week. Yeah, that one hit easily. Uh, Arizona 30 to 10 over the Jets. Got anything to say? Jets are bad. Cool. Adam Gay uh, said he was thinking about giving up play calling duties. I might as well. Romeo Cornell. Romeo Cornell. That's who it is. Yes. Yeah, the goat. Um, last one we talked about already, but Rams blew out Washington thirty to ten. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Monday night NFC football. West man, legit. Yeah. Monday night football tonight. Uh, Chargers Saints. Only real thing to talk about. And this is interesting because you put it in the rundown. Michael Thomas punched the shit out of his teammate yep. and got suspended tonight. You don't think he was ready? I don't think he would have played. I think this is the Saints being incredibly crafty. Look, a high, ankle, a high ankle sprain takes a long damn time to come back. Why, why, what reason is there to lie? Like, well, because I think it looks really bad if it comes out that he punched his teammate and then plays the same week. You can't, like, you can't let one of your players punch another teammate and then, like, uh, just – I thought – got to discipline him somehow. Ben, I thought, I thought, I thought you thought like this. You were saying like the Saints like made up him punching his teammate because he wasn't ready. No, 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 no. I was like, what? Like (laughs) that? Like that? That's so like extra. Again, this is like you know tinfoil hat. Like I'm Uh. kind of making things up here, but look, it takes a long time to recover from a high ankle sprain. Like that's just factual. Mm -hmm. Michael Thomas has missed what two games now? Three. Three played in week one. That's it. Okay, yeah, so he missed three. I mean, he's starting to get to that point where it's like it's reasonable for him to come back. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Saints saying, like, you know, we're going to discipline Michael Thomas. He's not going to play this game that he totally would have been at 100% for know. and healthy. I mean, last week, he didn't get scratched until Friday's practice, and this week. Again, was... though, I think I feel like that's like gamesmanship. You know, uh, you, you know, and it's still concerning that your star player punches his teammate. But. Bigger concern is, yeah, you're, you're yeah. the best player on your team just pops some dude in the face. I don't really know what to make of that, honestly. Like, besides the fact that I shouldn't have fucking drafted him in fantasy. Um, nice. uh, Tuesday Night Football, Ben, you got Woo! your wish. Let's go. That's going to be a really good game, too. Yeah, Buffalo and Tennessee. Could I'm be really like excited really, for that game. Could be a, like, violently boring game based on how both these teams like to play. But yeah. still should be competitive. Should be fun. Yeah. Um, you have like well, four guys going. You have like half your team playing on this Tuesday night game. In our league, I have Jonu Smith because uh, Noah Fant got hurt. I have Josh Allen. I have Derrick Henry. Year, right? What? Fant's out for the year? No. He's already been – because they pushed back the Patriots-Broncos game, um, which, you know, I miss watching my team play football. Um, Damn. Because, because they – it's been a couple of years for you, though. It's been years. Um, because I they pushed professional football or basketball game with my team in it in a long time. I mean, yeah, you don't watch basketball since Mello was there. Bro, I, 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 I cannot tell you the last time I watched the Knicks play a professional basketball game. Watched them play basketball, Yeesh. but I haven't watched them play professional basketball. Um, 
Yeah, I have half my team going. Uh, go on NFL.com if you want to see what the hell happened to the schedule. I'm not even going to try I, yeah, to explain I'm not gonna, because I don't understand it. I got like the notification on my phone and I was like trying to read it out to one of the guys I live with. And I was just like, they had to like zoom in and like yeah, scroll no. through the lines. Like I think they moved all told 11 games. Yeah. And this is, this is going to be a nightmare, dude. I mean, like talk the about NFL? Tip, I tip the hat to Jimmy Butler, to the NBA bubble staff, and to the NFL schedule makers. Dude, they, they just – it is just so evident they don't want to add a week 18, and they do not want to, like they – do They don't want to push the Super Bowl back. Yeah, they don't want to push the Super Bowl back. They have no interest – they have no interest in, in – uh, they have no interest in not playing any games, which is fair, and it should be, but they do not want to add in a week 18, which would probably make things so much easier. I just don't think that was going to be enough, honestly. They might like, have how, to like, end up adding one. Like, I'm not a scheduling guru. I don't know, like, the ins and outs of what goes into this. But, like, that must have taken a – like, there can't be a lot of wiggle room in these NFL schedules. Like – We talked about the Titans getting super lucky last week, but they just changed their bye week, and that was I, it. And, like, we've seen – yeah, like, that was – I feel like that's, like, the one situation where the NFL is, like, thank God. Like, they all we have to do yeah. is bye week. Like, we've seen it a few times in past years where, like – a game gets like late in the season where a game gets like moved up or back a day because of like a storm or something. You're like, yeah. Or there was like a Broncos game that got moved a couple of years ago because it was like a full out, full out blizzard. They usually you know, end like, up playing a couple games on a Saturday or something. Yeah. Well, they also like the last three, few weeks of the season, the NFL plays Saturday games anyway. So it's yeah. like another like multi team outbreak. I think the NFL is in a very, very bad position. Yeah. It's almost like they should have played in a fucking bubble at some point. I mean, look, we talked about it. We both had our doubts about how feasible an NFL bubble was. Yeah. A it lot thinks, of people. They, lot they've of been people. able to somewhat handle it up to now, but once more and more teams go on by each week, that's when shit's going to start hitting the fan. Yeah. Um, our bets real quick. You didn't hit on Jags plus five and a half. Uh, Giants and Cowboys. Giants over hit real easy. <laughs> they hit in like middle third quarter, I think. Um, I had, I picked up my first loss this week. I had bucks minus three on the bears. Obviously bears won. Um, I had Cardinals minus seven on the jets. Hey, also we mentioned the bears. Why, what is Tom Brady's deal with mediocre quarterbacks? I don't know, man. Like, yeah, Eli Manning, mediocre two time Super Bowl champion, but he's mediocre. Like it's, it's just so funny. Like not even trying to like dig at the Patriots yeah. here, like Tom Brady, oh. but like there are three guys that Tom Brady just can't beat. Eli Manning, Nick Foles, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick was like one time, dude. Like he's had a few different, like not all of them in like con super consequential, but like there have been more than a few times. Like I was literally reading, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but like Fitzpatrick was just like he's got his number. He's outplayed. So so tight. I don't think uh, do we see two it this year? We've got to. I don't know, dude. At one point, Fitzpatrick was twenty of twenty five with three hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns, no interceptions. I think it's got to delay it at least another two For weeks. one, Fitzpatrick is like as consummate a veteran as you could possibly have. He's not going to make a stink if he gets benched for the for Tua. Mm. I think inevitably when the Dolphins are out of playoff contention, we'll see Tua. Unless, and this is something that like we wouldn't know, but unless Tua is just like not ready in the slightest, like not, not yeah. even health. He's health because you can't lie about his health, but if he just like is not like game ready, yeah, then he's not game ready. It's also like oh, Elliot brings up a great point. He did also lose a home playoff game to Mark Sanchez. That was, he was they were good that year though. Was Mark Sanchez good? He wasn't the bad. Jets were good. He wasn't bad. It's just, it's just funny. Like you look at the list yeah. of guys All that right. beat Tom Brady in meaningful playoff games. Uh, also, with well, the thing with Tua too, like 
they have a really bad offensive line. And, like, you look at the Bengals, like, they had the number one overall pick. They took the best player in the draft in Joe Burrow. Like, they were 100% going to – they were 100% going to play him to start the season at all times, right? If they yeah, had – ago, fourth, sixth? It went, like, fourth. But, like, that's a lot different than going number one overall. Is it? Is it really it is. that big a difference? You take a quarterback in the top oh. ten of the no, draft? No, no, he went up. He went above Herbert. Yeah, he tur- no, it was two or it was Burrow the, at one, mm-hmm. two at four, Herbert at ten, yeah, six, yeah. six, yes, because they traded up. Yeah, yeah. I I think one is a lot different than four. And again, like, th- who's the, How who's, much the difference? Who's, is okay, but the big difference is no, who's the, the Bengals. Look at like the situations. Ben, that teams are ben in. let me let me finish my point, dude. Who's the Bengals' backup? Zach Driscoll, right? Like, you're not – you don't have a Ryan Fitzpatrick to be like, okay, you start. We need to improve our offensive line. Like, you mean the, the thing. one and three Ryan Fitzpatrick? Those Dolphins? Those guys? Dude, all – no, now two. two. Yeah, two and three. Same record as the, as the 49ers. Like, yeah, fair. All I'm saying is, like, like the Bengals have good off- – they have a terrible offensive line, but they have good offensive weapons for Joe Burrow to develop with. The Dolphins have – a bad offense, a bad offensive line, and they have Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, it's okay. Look, I, think you can delay as soon, I think the day the Dolphins are eliminated from the playoffs, you got to play Tua. Maybe. I hope so. If, I, if Fitzpatrick, like, somehow keeps them afloat in the division, then, yeah, you probably don't play Tua. And, like, I don't think it's entirely impossible that the Dolphins – I mean, I think it's pretty unlikely. Yeah. But with the extra playoff spot, if the Dolphins are kind of bumping around, like, you know, Two and three, maybe they go to two and four, then three and four, four and four. Like if they're kind of just bumping around, like at that like sixth, seventh playoff spot, and they're in contention, yeah, obviously keep playing Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. I hope not. I don't really need to see much more of him. Um, last last bet that hit for me was uh, Steelers minus seven and a half on the Eagles. Never in doubt. Um, yes, in doubt the entire Very much in doubt. <laughs> um, we got about like fifteen minutes left, so let's just uh, go into baseball. Ben, sorry to rehash your pain, but yeah, and I'm over at this point. Yeah, I mean, you're used to it. You're used to them underperforming in the playoffs, so. At least they get to the playoffs. I don't know. Still the last team to make the World Series. We're not having this argument. Just saying. Look, it's, it's, so it's, it literally, the worst part is it came down to exactly what I fucking thought it was going to come down to. is that the Yankees' bullpen blinked. The Yankees' bullpen pitched out of their minds for most of the series, and they and blinked. Then, yeah. it, double painful that it was Chapman. Triple painful that it was fucking <laughs> Brasso. Honestly, it was poetic at that point. Like the base, the baseball fan in me that I'm locking away to make this these points <laughs> acknowledges that it is kind of cool that it was Brasso that hit the home run. I still think it's absurd to think Chapman threw at his head, but but still, like but still, this it, teams that do not like each other, like yeah, I, um, like I really I didn't watch any of the ALCS last night. Like I don't know how I, I like. Oh yeah, it's that's taking rough. a lot that's rough to for you. like. Talk, even talk about the series like i don't who do i want to see in the world series the Rays or the astros uh, who like me at yankees fans myself and like probably the Rays, man i don't know because like picture, like the team you like picture the team that like just that you've been beefing with all season like whoever you know take the names out team you've been beefing with all season like you guys hate phillies, each other phillies probably but like, I, and I don't then, know. and that also just beat you in the playoffs. And then, like, literally, public enemy number one in all of baseball. And not only public enemy number one, like, they eliminated you guys and they were cheating. That's the, that's the Multiple thing for you. Times. I, I probably still want Tampa Bay to win because Tampa Bay beat you because they were a better team, right? 
Houston beat you. They were probably a better team, but they also were cheating. They so you you never they beat know. us because they were cheating. No, they they, they beat still us because they were team. cheating. Anyways, going on to uh, the White Sox. No. Uh, right now, right now, when we're recording, Tampa Bay um, up three nothing. Uh, Margot hit a three run shot and then robbed a home run. I'm pretty sure. Um, I. I still think Tampa Bay is a better team than Houston. I have them still. In, I picked them to make the World Series for a reason. Uh, but the other, I think the other series is more intriguing. Yeah, much more intriguing. I, the thing about the Rays is, like, this, like, style of baseball works. Yeah. It's been proven to work. Hit timely home runs, have a lockdown bullpen. What a concept. What a concept. The Cuban right? Mookie Betts. Oh, my God. The Cuban Mookie Betts. Dude, Rosa Rand is a freak. <laughs> I love his name. I love that his name is literally just like Randy. Right Sand. That's what his last name stands for. Right Sand. That's what it means. Yeah. Arroz, rice, arena, sand. Rice Sand. Interesting. Yeah. I, I can't not think about that. I don't know. Randy Rice Sand. I'm not <laughs> calling him that. Maybe, maybe he's going to be like, remember Mike Stanton? What about him? Like, remember when he was Mike Stanton? No. You don't remember when he was when Giancarlo Stanton was Mike Stanton? Was he Mike Stanton? I don't remember this. Look up Mike Stanton. I don't want to. That's gonna ring in yeah. my nightmares. When Giancarlo came to the MLB, he was went by Mike Stanton. That's hilarious. Randy's Randy Rosarena in three years is gonna be Randy Rice Sand. I'm telling you. Randy Rice Sand. I'm so dead. You didn't know he was Mike Stanton? No, I didn't. Damn. Sorry, man. That's fun. It's just like so rare that like either one of us catch the other one on like something that they just like literally did not yeah. know. Mike Stanton. That's so Mike funny. Stanton, man. Yeah. Because they couldn't pronounce Giancarlo. I think he just like used to go by Mike. Yeah, because they couldn't pronounce Giancarlo. Like what well, I mean, probably when he was like a kid. Like when he was how, yeah, yeah. It's how can like, you not as pronounce as a prospect, he was known as Mike Stanton. How do you not pronounce Giancarlo? It's so easy. And says you. Yeah, but Matias is a harder name to pronounce than Giancarlo. Matias, Wildman is a lot harder than Matias. If you want, if your you say my name, like your name is pronounced like it's spelled. But like Matthias, that makes sense. Matthias is like, yeah, makes sense. But it's like it's a one-time like. Matthias, Matthias doesn't make sense. Matthias Ma- makes no sense. Ma- Nolan Matthias. actually, Nolan's not even in the chat right now. He still spells your name wrong, which cracks yeah. me up. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Not like your name's right there. I, oh, come on, it's pretty funny. Yeah, hilarious. If you're still, I, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, I, I love your butt hurt about people spelling your name no, wrong. Like, no, you know, you know what I do get butt hurt about, and this isn't just me because it's like my name. Anyone that has any sort of like non-conventional American name that is mispronounced, I guess, when people write my name wrong on like Facebook or like email or Instagram or something, and my name is right fucking there, that's what pisses me off because like you're just not paying attention right now. No, exactly. Um, real quick, wrapping up. Uh, before we just talk about what we think is going to happen, Braves Dodgers, uh, Renteria is gone, uh, in Chicago with the White Sox made the not playoffs. a surprise, not a surprise. Not a, yeah. I, if you look classic, at it, like, well, continue classic, go classic situation where it's like a team like got it together a lot faster than they're expecting to. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, we need like a, a postseason qualified manager. Yep. The question is. AJ Hinch, Alex Cora, like, do you already go back to one of the Astros guys? Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know if you can re like, from a PR standpoint, like, they're going to have to have some real internal conversations about, like, 
Like Cora, I think is a safer hire. I think the Red Sox probably want Cora right back. Is he a safer hire? Because he was he was the mastermind. Like he was. And are either one of them safer hires? Like no, but Cora was more Cora. I say safer hire. Cora was the one who more recently had a job. I think I Cora was the mastermind. AJ was the guy in charge of the team, but. I guess like, I, I, you're kind of like, I kind of walking around point back here. Like I don't, I wouldn't yeah. want either of them. Did I coaches have done worse and gotten hired, right? Like but the year, like literally as soon as they get back, especially on like a young team, but there's no denying they're both good coaches. Oh, they're you're, great coaches. You're the white Sox, And like, you kind of clear it with your team and your star players. Like, you fired you fired well it's gotta it's gotta start with like ownership because like they're yeah. gonna be the ones who are gonna have to like deal with yeah. like spin it and deal with the pr and deal with the publicity the media and everything I mean, like you sign you, you uh you fire renteria because you want someone that can manage the bullpen better that was the knock on him and you want someone although to be fair it's not like the white Sox had like a great yeah bullpen. no no it's like um, the same people who like bashed aaron boone's bullpen usage i'm like well i I, to- I forgot to ask this when we were talking about the yankees like People are like, yo, I want Aaron Boone out. Like, you, no. Right? Jake okay. Shelley, if you're listening, you're bugging. Aaron Boone did like, okay, yeah, the Jay Hat Davey decision was like weird and like didn't really work out well. It also didn't work out well because they both got tagged. Like, there's a difference between like moves not working or like going for the most or part. Being going a to stupid your... move. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, if Davey obviously did not have his best stuff through 30 pitches in the first inning, like, yeah. Yeah, Jay Hat is not who I want starting a game in. October, but like, who else are you gonna throw? Yeah, Rollis Chapman gave up the game-winning home run. Like, who else are you gonna pitch there? Yeah, no, I the Yankees lineup outside of Stanton wasn't hitting. What do you like? What are you gonna do? It's it was literally a team that was built to hit, and that was how they were gonna win was to hit home runs and to score lots of runs, and they couldn't against a very good pitching. Well, that is that they couldn't. Is that in Game Five they couldn't? Yeah, okay. Their offense really wasn't the issue. Yeah, no, yeah, but in the deciding game they couldn't against a very good pitching staff, starters, and. Yeah, right, look what they um, but, did against the Indian. Whatever, whatever. But going back to Renteria, um, you know, you fire him because you want someone that can handle your bullpen, something that Hinch and Cora have proven they can do. And they said they want to hire someone because there are better people available and because they want someone with championship experience. They also fired their, uh, their bullpen coach as well. You look at Cora and Hinch. Which means like, nothing to you or I or a casual baseball fan. What? But, they want someone with championship experience. No, fire oh, no, your bullpen. bullpen coach. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I know. But like – you know, like you want to hire someone with championship experience, championship experience, Cora and Hinch. I don't know if they're the top candidates, but they're the first two names that come up. I haven't heard anyone else. I mean, this happened a couple hours ago, you know? Yeah. I, it's just like, I really think it's going to come down. To, they're going to have to have like real serious conversations, like yeah. internally in the front office and as well as like with their players and with their like coaches still on the mm-hmm. staff, like are organizationally, are you cool with bringing in guys who were directly tied to the yeah. whole Astros deal? Yeah. recently this is not years ago this is a season yeah. ago yeah, also people, we got to remember that like all the animosity that was supposed to be their like you know punishment from the league mm-hmm. fuck you rob manfred didn't come this yeah. is got to play in front of fans i like they're gonna be fans for the braves dodgers series yep. i don't think they're a fan there aren't fans i don't think for the Rays series no um but like next season i fully california expect, versus texas think about that one yeah i know um so, well i mean uh, Miami, uh, uh, the in college football on Saturday. I think they were at full capacity. So were the Dolphins on Sunday. Uh, no, the Dolphins didn't go full capacity. They no, went okay. Like so it's just so it's just University of Miami. I'm pretty sure yeah. they were full. Capacity. Well, the state 
struck down all their COVID yeah. requirements because it's over, by the way. COVID, guys, COVID's ended. All done. We're good. Dude, that's crazy. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Fuck. so I can't, I can't find a job in, in live sports because I'm bad at my job? Yes. Damn. And ugly. That was just me. <laughs> that was rude. You made the first comment. Yeah. Um, Are we not just going down the rabbit hole? Like, should we, end, should we end the show before we go down the rabbit hole? Or start a different show. You know, Cam Gasmer roasted my life. What do you say? We were filming something for our ASP group, and he like he I don't know how we ended up in the script, but he roasted my he murdered me. It was pretty funny actually. So you're not gonna tell me what he said? You're just gonna? Well, I literally don't remember. It was like I didn't watch him. He like filmed it and just like put it in the video. You'll find out. I'll, maybe I'll, actually, you might appreciate. I mean, I can see if I can find the link. Okay, yeah, send it to me. I'll sure. watch that then. Probably not in yours. Um, I think we've reached the end of the line here. Uh, officially, uh, well, we got a things. huge mailbag to get to. Well, uh, it's a good sign. Like it was. It's not just me. Just no one wanted to respond to yours today. I don't know. I like maybe it was like too much text in the thing. Guys, let us know. Let us know why let, you hate our send mailbag. Send us mailbag about why you don't send us mailbag. Monday morning blues, man. Got us down. Is there anything we're missing? Did I, did I get to all the numbers I wanted to get to earlier? I think we've talked about enough. Um, Lakers finished their season 57-0 and when they entered the fourth quarter with the lead, including the playoffs. Pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Uh, LeBron and MJ are the only guys in NBA history with four regular season MVPs and four finals MVPs, four more regular season and finals MVPs. I, if there's one point you take away from this episode – LeBron James is very good at basketball. He's been doing it for a very long time. I was going to get a similar point. There are only two people in the conversation for GOAT. It starts and ends with LeBron and MJ. No one else has a stake at that crown. Absolutely no shot. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I wonder if this this will actually. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we've definitely reached the end of the line here. Um, We'll be back on Thursday, time to be announced, uh, discussing the week that's coming up in football and what we just saw Monday Night Football and Tuesday Night Football. Of course, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us on YouTube or on our IGTV. Let us know what you think. Rate us five stars. Subscribe. The whole shebang. Don't rate us five stars if you don't mean it, though. No, you can rate us five stars even if you don't mean no, it. No, I want honesty. I want honesty from our listeners. Okay, Ben wants honesty. I just want five stars. Matias just wants the clout. That's crazy. That's for sure. I'm a clout chaser. Uh, ben, always a pleasure. I will see you later oh, in the I was week. I looking for my clout goggles, Dan. So long.